Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back with me. My name is Zach. I do these devotionals every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My goal is for them to be 10 minutes or less. Sometimes I talk a little long. I apologize for that, but they are usually around 10 minutes. Um, and hey, the goal of these devotionals is to make you feel important um, because you are. You're valuable. Um, you are created with dirt and divinity. You have the touch of God on your life. I don't care who you are, where you are. Um, and so you matter. You matter and you're not alone. And I hope that these devotionals help you feel that. I hope they help you think. Um, they challenge your thoughts, your your understandings, your beliefs. And man, if anything, that you feel seen, known, and loved by a very, very real God. And I want to talk today um, about the Bible. No surprise. What? Uh, Luke chapter 23. Luke's in the New Testament. Um, it's one of the Gospels of Jesus Christ. Gospel means good news according to Luke. And so this is um, Luke's account of Jesus's life on earth, um, his death, his resurrection. And that's what the Gospels are. They are the accounts of these individuals um, writing about from their perspective what they saw happen in Jesus's life. And so what's cool is you have four different accounts and there's so much that overlap that it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, but I want to talk today about Luke chapter 23, and this is near the very end of Luke. Luke only has one more chapter left, and Jesus is been brought, he's been arrested and brought to trial um, to this guy named Pontius Pilate. Now, Pilate is the only one who has the, the ability to basically cause capital punishment. And so at this time, the Jews, God's people, have been so frustrated. It says the chief priests, basically all these super uh, uh, scriptural, they know their scripture, they're amazing. They're basically like the super Christians uh, of their day. Um, they know everything. They're just like the best. They probably got like a little Jesus fish sticker on, your car, on their car. If you have that, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make fun of you. Uh, but... They are these top teachers of the law of the Old Testament, and they're the ones bringing Jesus uh, to Pontius Pilate because they hate Jesus so bad, they want him dead, y'all. And Pilate, who has no belief in the Hebrew God, who has no like part in any of this, is what I would call, if you're a Christian, you call this secular. Um, Pilate says, I don't see any fault with him. And so Pilate says, take him to Herod, who's another like governor, and see if Herod wants to kill him. So you take him over to Herod, who who literally in the scripture says he had been wanting to meet him to see if he was as inc- this incredible person, sends him back and says, I don't see anything wrong with him either. And so these people who you expect to basically jump at the site to persecute and kill Jesus um, are like, there's nothing wrong with him. This, this is not a problem. Why are we fighting over this? And yet you have the chief priest over and over and over again, yelling, crucify him, kill him. And here's the thought I had, and I want to, I hope it can make you think today a little bit, and hopefully it'll, it'll, you'll get to where I'm at in my mind, is that it's amazing to me that sometimes 
the the more devout you feel and the more strict you are with your beliefs, that sometimes you can lose, hurt, and traumatize, sometimes in unfortunate circumstances, even kill people. With great intentions. Now, I believe that these devout Jews, that they they were doing what they thought was right, that they had read the scriptures, that Jesus was um, making bold claims, that he was doing incredible things, that he was redefining the Old Testament and redefining these uh, these um, interpretations of scripture. And the Jews, the chief priests who are in charge of this, are like, no, you can't do that. You can't teach that. You can't say that. That's That's not with tradition. That's not how things have always been. They are the ones who are now screaming at Jesus, son of the living God, the one that they were waiting for to kill him. And it challenged me to think, as I've walked with God, in my attempt to be obedient and following him, have I put the strictness and the obedience in my relationship with God above me caring for people and seeking to understand people? One of the things that I love about Jesus' ministry is we always found him sitting at tables, sitting with people, having conversations with people no one else would have conversations with. And what I see with the chief priests is people who are so devout and making sure people are doing the right things that they are willing to lose people in the process. And in this, in this circumstance, they end up killing Jesus. So I want to I want to ask you something today, and I, I don't know if any of this is making sense. I hope it does. Is that how many of you have won a fight, an argument over a belief, over something that that was you was important to your life, but you believed it should have been important to them? How many of you won that fight but lost that person? And on social media, have you just crammed comments blatantly so that people that you don't even know can read them and people who you don't even know their story that, that they read that and they just, they get this picture of who Jesus is and he's, he's hateful and he's, he's, uh, he's basically draws a line. He says, if you're not here, you go to hell. And, and yet we go to church on Sunday and we sing songs about grace and mercy because we we're okay with ex- receiving grace and mercy, but honestly, we're not very great at extending it to other people. And how many of you have won the fight but lost the person? Um, Andy Stanley says this. He says, you can, you can make a point or you can make a difference. Rarely can you do both. And I want to challenge you today to not marginalize people because they believe different than you. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit's in charge of conviction, and I just want you to trust the Holy Spirit to do His job. That to be okay with saying, maybe I don't have all the answers, but but God does, the Holy Spirit does, and I'm, I'm going to trust in my, I'm going to trust, I'm going to do what's best for me and let the Holy Spirit deal with that person as the Holy Spirit sees fit. But I want you to think about how are there people in your life that maybe you've been winning, trying to win arguments for that maybe you are losing this person? And I want you to know it's just not worth it. It's not worth it. One of my best friends in the world, he's he's gay and he he's uh, currently in a relationship with this incredible guy. And he's one of the most godly people I know. And I can't help but think when I think about him, 
how often in my past I've marginalized people who who had differing views of sexuality than me. And I just assumed that they would go to hell. And I refuse to be that person anymore because I don't see Jesus as being that person. Is there a hell? Absolutely. Do people go there? Absolutely. I'm just not going to be the one that decides who does and who doesn't. Instead, I'm going to extend grace and mercy as much as I can. I'm going to love people the best I can. And I want to challenge you today to do the same. Don't be the one standing in the courtyard yelling, crucify him, because you don't understand. Instead, invite him, her, into a conversation so that you can understand where they are, where they've been. You can know who they are because then it's hard to hate someone that you're in close proximity to because there's so much understanding that can be found there. I hope today this makes sense. I hope it finds you in some way. Um, I really felt like I needed to talk about it. But we have to love people well. We have to fight for people, not against them. The unity comes from when we can have, um, unity is not uniformity. That we can fight for unity with one another, love one another, even though we believe different things. And I hope today that you will take this and that you will apply it to your life, that that today that you will um, extend um, an apology to those that maybe you've hurt or marginalized, that maybe today you'll forgive those that hurt and marginalized you. That maybe you'll give the church another chance because we're all just broken people trying to figure this thing out. And I'm going to pray for us. God, help us. <laughs> God, help us understand um, how to love people well. Lord, um, as we looked at Luke 23, we see that those that thought they knew best were doing the most harm. Lord, do not let us be that kind of people. Lord, help us be people that love well, that that speak life, that assume the best, Lord, that we would believe that you can do anything and that you you desire to have a relationship with all people because you do. You tell us that. So Lord, help us be um, unlimited in our grace, in our mercy. Help us to be hesitant in judging. Help us to be hesitant in um, holding people at a distance. Lord, help us seek understanding. Lord, help us to not just um, win a fight um, for the sake of winning a fight, but instead help us win people. Lord, help us win relationships. Help us make a difference in this world rather than making a point. Lord, we thank you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.